This is Sell Yourself Fearlessly, episode number one, an introduction. Welcome again to Sell Yourself Fearlessly, a show for entrepreneurs who love what they do but hate sales. We're going to help you remove fear and uneasiness when selling your own product or service so that you can uncover more opportunities, spend more time on the things that you enjoy, and ultimately earn the money you deserve. My name is Scott Whitney, and this is a Scott Whitney Academy production. We're broadcasting live from one of our studios here in Las Vegas, sending it off to our Facebook page. And an audio and video version of this content will be made available at all the podcasting and video distribution locations that you can probably think of. And also, we've got some social media exposure as well. All right, let's go ahead and get started. An introduction. Well, I started my first company in 1998, but we're going to go back a little bit. How does high school sound? Wee! Southern California. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what year, but My Sharona was a big song. Now, this is Southern California. I had beautiful, long, gorgeous, flowing blonde hair, kind of a surfer guy. I was actually a band geek, a uh, bit of a partier. Uh-huh. A grade point average, 2.5. Uh, SAT score, zero. I didn't take it. I guess I was busy. So, you know, I left high school and joined the Air Force, which was really a good idea for me. Spent four years in the Air Force, was honorably discharged as an electronic warfare sergeant. Now, why did I leave the Air Force? Pretty, pretty easy gig. Well, I didn't really think it was a test. I, I you don't... <laughs> You don't really have to work that hard to be in the Air Force. And I wanted to see if I could make it in the real world. So I, I began my 15-year corporate career. Started off primarily in technology. So I was a field service engineer working on ion implanters and rapid thermal annealers. But that's not what I really wanted to do. So I eventually talked my way into a sales job. Now, my first job in sales was for a white label PC manufacturer over in the Bay Area. And my quota was $100,000 a month, which was significant, but it got me in the game. Now, eventually I was recruited into, into marketing. My most recent corporate job was that as a director of marketing for a Fortune 100 Silicon Valley-based technology company. Now, you know how we men folk tend to ascribe our worth to the jobs we have? Well, if you were the outside looking in, my job was pretty sweet. I was working for a very well-respected company. I was making very good money. Wasn't quite there. I wasn't happy. I recognized a couple things. First, no matter where you work, if you work for somebody else, you're always at risk. You don't really know if you're going to get let go. And I didn't feel I had still really tested myself. I wanted to see if I could jump. And my, my belief was, you know what, I'll do it for a couple years. And if I make it, great. And then I'll go back into the corporate world. So on November 12th, 1998, I jumped into the entrepreneurial waters. And I'll tell you, I, I was scared, you know, which is normal. This was a new thing. I didn't have that corporate arm hug around me, which feels like it's safe. But again, as I mentioned, it's not always safe. Uh, so I was up at three in the morning, every morning, trying to make sure I was doing the right work and planning for the future, all the things that entrepreneurs do. Um, but I did have an advantage. And the advantage was 
what I was doing in the corporate world. So having been a quota carrying sales guy, I knew how critical sales was to a business. And then my marketing jobs were primarily focused on providing content for our sales group. So I was deep into developing the pitch, understanding how to motivate people to take action on our behalf. This was a thing for me. And I also got to work with some of the greatest salespeople I'd ever worked with. A special shout out to my good friend, Tom Fries over at QBS Research. If you wanna read a fantastic book about sales, read Secrets of Question-Based Selling. Okay, so I jump in. First company is a website design company. Within six months, we were averaging $20,000 a website. Back in 1998, that was pretty good. Now, about two years into it, I decided to record a Christmas CD for my website design companies. I play solo guitar. So I recorded this CD out of a home studio and gave it away to, I don't know, 30 or so folks, but started telling people about it and positioning it in a number of different ways. And fast forward a couple of years, I ended up selling 55,000 copies of my CDs to a worldwide audience. Now that led to another company that sold an additional 100,000 CDs of my music and some friends' music as well. At the same time, I was playing out doing uh, solo guitar gigs and we were charging $400 an hour for just me playing a guitar. Now, if you ask a musician whether selling 55,000 copies of a CD or making 400 bucks an hour by yourself playing out, is that's good money, most of them are gonna say, yeah, it's extraordinary. And the reason is because I understood the problem I solved both with the musical CDs and the way I played out. Now, about 2005, I became aware of podcasting. Um, and you may ask yourself, yeah, but wait, wait a minute, what happened to the CD company? Well, about 2005, 2006, people stopped buying CDs and I couldn't sell my way out of it. So literally, uh, Apple, which is the company that made CDs go away, they also basically created podcasting, made it so it was something that people were interested in. So uh, my very first podcast was called The Great Relaxation Music Podcast. We had a little micro site for the CD company that sold just relaxation music. So I did this Great Relaxation Music Podcast, and guess what? We increased sales of that site by 23%. I thought, <laughs> that's fantastic. So in uh, 2006, August 1st, 2006 to be exact, I started Podworks, which is the internet broadcasting company that runs all this stuff uh, as well. Now we were profitable in 30 days. As a matter of fact, I was among the first podcasters to actually make a living. I got into live streaming and today I'm the most experienced podcast producer and live stream producer here in Nevada. Now here's what's kind of interesting about those three companies that I ran, the website guy, the music guy, the podcast guy, is that they're all hobbies for other people. And if you wanna put downward pressure on your ability to charge for something, compete against people who do what you do for free. What you end up finding is that many people get themselves in a race to the bottom financially. In other words, they discount their price so they can compete with these people. Um, that's never been a problem with me. As a matter of fact, I've earned six figures each and every one of the 20 plus years that I've been running my own business. And the reason is because of the methodology that I've used from the beginning and that continues to be updated and moved along to this date. 
it has changed everything for me. And it's that kind of content, it's that methodology and te techniques that we're gonna use to funnel into this show. So we'll be talking about the concept of credibility and curiosity, doubling the reasons why people buy from you. And we're gonna be using the MBA method that we use here at the Scott Whitney Academy and for Podworks and my other companies as well. And MBA stands for mindset, B is for behavior, and A is for assimilation, that is to absorb the mindset and the behavior and integrate this into your day-to-day -day life. <clears throat> Excuse me. So from a content perspective and a length perspective, I should say, we're looking at each episode at 10 minutes or less. The idea is pretty straightforward. We want you to gather this information, be exposed to it, and then decide whether or not you want to implement it and be able to do so quickly. So we're going to give you the information, decide if it makes sense or not, and then bang, go off and, and, and do good work. Um, the other thing that I'd like to say to you is we would love to hear from you. We would ask that you will reach out to us at our email address, which is podcast at scottwhitneyacademy.com. Again, podcast at scottwhitneyacademy.com is the email. We're also on a number of the social media platforms as well. And then finally, one last request. If you like what we're doing here, please share this with your friends and family and colleagues. And finally, if you like what we're doing here, I would ask a favor. Please give us a positive review on the social media or podcast or video platform that you guys use. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Take care.